Thank you for downloading this episode of Just Ball Things NBA podcast. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and give us a rating and review on iTunes. And now, on with the show. Shut up and sit down. This week on JBT Pod. What an absolute insane week it has been in the NBA in terms of trades and draft, and we'll be stepping through it all. How will Jimmy Butler fare at the Timberwolves, and where does this trade leave the Bulls? We'll be discussing the free agency period, including the looming contracts around Chris Paul and Blake Griffin. And we'll be ending with a DBS of some of the most hot ticket item players in the trade this year. So shut up, sit down, because JBT is about to begin. Hello, hello, all you beautiful people across Australia and indeed across the world. My name is Nick Busick at JBT Real NJ, and thank you so much for downloading this episode of Just Ball Things NBA podcast. You're listening to episode 1.27 on this Saturday, the 24th of that month that we're in. Um, <laughs> you idiot. Uh, yeah, sorry, mental blank. It's too early. Um, and with me today... Uh, we have the J-Man, J-Pod, Jack Manuel. How are we, mate? Very well, Nicholas. Uh, just wanted a big shout-out to all the, the new Facebook fans, all the new people who have made uh, our last episode, our most listened-to episode out of all our 27 that we have done, all 142 people. Woo! Uh, much, 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 much love to you all, and hopefully you, you don't stop listening after hearing that. So... Thumbs up. Yeah, um, just the amount of uh, traction, I guess, our page has gotten this week. Just take a bit of time to thank everyone that has liked our page. It uh, means a lot. Even if you don't, even if you don't listen to the podcast, it doesn't really matter. Um, it, we appreciate your support. Um, is more the more the point, and we'll try to keep releasing some fire content with our memist. I think we should actually have a job title called. You know, chief memist of chief memist of memes. J-Man. Yeah, yeah. Good, yeah, good you stuff. Know, good stuff. You know, the, main that, the main thing that got us all of this traction, Nick, was when we were talking about last week's episode about creating fake news about Yardis, about LeBron and the Bucks, about LeBron and Yardis. Yeah. I heard it somewhere on a podcast, and it's just like it's never going to happen. But let's just let's speculate. Really? Did you actually hear it somewhere else? I'm pretty sure the starters joked about it, and they'd be like, "Bam, taken out of context. Let's talk about it." <laughs> and we've made it and like turned their. Oh, it's it's um, just it's just a it's just a fun discussion point to be like, oh, what if he joined the Wizards? Oh, well, you know, we'd probably we'd probably win. The Eastern Conference yeah. with if we definitely would. With the East, with, Le- yeah. with LeBron, Bradley Beal, and John Wall. Jesus Pe- Christ! People but is, one people thing is... I heard, uh, I, that's all right, I was listening. Well, yeah, one thing I was listening to um, Zach Lowe this week, and he made a reference of where Paul George, like there may be like an inkling of him going to OKC. Now that is a post where I reckon we could get some traction on as well. 
Now, Chaz is currently flying in the air uh, with Air India. Um, prayers for him. Hopefully, he gets here safely. Um, but we need someone to get on the Photoshop because without him, we are, we are struggling. So hopefully, within 48 hours, we will have a, a Photoshop of Paul George in an OKC uniform to increase our Facebook likes tenfold. Cannot say that I've heard that rumor, but that would be interesting. I mean, yeah. He needs he needs more pieces around him if you've got to build around um, Russell Westbrook. But we we haven't even started the pod yet, mate. Let's Let's already talk about we're already talking about basketball. It's so much shit has happened. Let's let's get down to it. Let's do it. All right. Um, Trade news, mate. Obviously, massive week in the trade um, in the draft. Um, Now, I for one, I'm not quite learned in the in the draft. I'm not a big uh, college ball fan, and you're—I—I'd be willing to say that you're, yourself as well is not a uh, as invested in the draft as um, a lot of people are. So there's a lot. There was a lot of trade picks. So pick swaps. There's a lot of pick swaps that don't really mean anything to us at the moment, or to me. I should speak for myself. You might—you might know what you're talking about, mate. But you're as dumb as me, so I doubt it. Ouch. <laughs> um. So we'll probably gloss over those. We'll tell you the trade, but we're not going to be able to go into depth about you know how well this player is was in college and how well they'll suit to you know some sort of organization because we're just not invested in um, college ball. But it wasn't just draft picks that got swapped, mate. Not at all. Not at all. We will talk about one though. One that I um one that I would like to hear your thoughts on um. Before the trade happened, Celtics traded the overall number one pick, which is now Markel Fultz, to the um, 76ers, where they picked up the third overall pick and some interesting picks in the future. Um, A 2-5 to protected in uh, 2018 from the Lakers, or if that that protection is met, or rather not met, uh, a 2019 Kings first-round pick. so, they got Jason Tatum, I believe, with their um third pick. But it's not yeah. about the picks. Who won that trade? I mean, do, oh, do, it, you, do you value the, the number one pick this year rather than the Celtics investing in more future picks? Or Look, uh, and Nick, and you were saying earlier about like just the, the whole draft system. So, I've been like really heavily invested in it lately, listening to a lot of podcasts, reading a lot of stuff on the Ringer and Bleacher Report. And th- there was one point that really stuck with me about this trade. Um, in theory, it works out really well for both parties. Like, I don't know how many picks, like, that the Boston Celtics have. They probably have, like, our first-round pick until, like, 2047, knowing them. Um, but <laughs> but this makes sense for both parties because, in theory, Danny Edge came out and said that he doesn't want... He didn't want Mark Hillfield, so they didn't rate him highly. Plus, he probably wouldn't fit alongside an Isaiah Thomas as well. And Jason Tatum fits pretty well there. A nice scorer, a nice wing, um, a nice young prospect. They don't have a lot of players like that. They've got a lot of players like your Josh Jackson. Fits pretty well there. A nice scorer, a nice wing. Um, I think I like what they've done. But the thing is, Markel Fultz is on a level above everyone else in this draft. Um, He's been compared to James Harden. He's been compared to Magic Johnson. He's been compared to some ridiculously good players. 
um, and fitting in with Philadelphia. Like, he... Like, let's trust the feds, Nicholas, now. Like, the feds are going to... And for those that don't know, check out Joel Embiid's uh, Facebook page, um, Twitter page. He is Twitter goat, by the way. Um, but Markel Fultz, he's going to be in the same uh, division as the Boston Celtics. So if Markel Fultz balls, wins Rookie of the Year, becomes a franchise player, becomes a superstar, becomes an all-star, that trade could haunt Danny Ainge and the Celtics because... I don't think Jason Tatum has the ceiling that Mark L. Fultz does. Um, and unless they can turn those picks and those assets that they've got into a superstar like a Hayward, like a George, not like a Butler anymore, uh, like a Blake Griffin, um, like a Porzingis possibly, then I think this could haunt Danny Ainge's legacy as you know being the mastermind of the Boston Celtics. Um, he's had his hits and his misses, but... You know, in theory, it makes sense for both parties, but um, only time will tell, Nicholas. I would be willing to say that he has had a lot more hits lately than misses. Um, Danny Ainge has put... <laughs> I mean, how many number one seeds get their first round draft pick in a in in, in the same season? I'm, I would say that he's doing pretty well, and I'd be willing to trust um, Ainge on this. Um, he knows what he's doing with that organisation, um, he obviously didn't feel that because they were they were saying it's like we can get the pick that will suit our team at number three, which means they didn't want Ball and Fultz, in other words, and that's completely fine. You know, three three in the draft can it's, it's a it's a draft. Number number sixty was Isaiah Thomas. Now that's a that's yeah. a bloody pick. If, if I don't say so myself. Um, so Jason Tatum could be an extremely serviceable superstar could be he could be a clay a um um a sort of not main but sort of main superstar like he's he's pivotal to that team but he's not the focal point and that's fine um so i don't i don't mind i don't mind picks like that i mean he obviously knows what he's doing and i'd be willing to trust him completely that's for sure. But I, I do love what the 76ers have done. To see this complete young core, the feds. Um, I'm more excited to see Simmons. I don't know whether that's just the Aussie bias oh, coming God, through. Yes. But oh, watching his summer league and watching his um, uh, his just obviously highlights from his college ball. Anyone can look good in a highlight reel. But oh, his, his, the basketball IQ cumulatively in that team from such young players is incredible. And that's what I'm that's what I'm most excited to see. My only concern with the 76ers is where is their um where are their vets? Where where are the people who are going to lead these young stars? Obviously you've Nick, got your you got your coaching staff and your, are, Vets are easy to pick up though, mate. Like there's there are dime a dozen. Like it, it's much harder to breed and and foster young talent. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying they're in a good spot. They're in a, a a fantastic spot, and you can pick up, um, like you said, you can pick up vets on the cheap who are going to train these, um, you know, mold these young people. Um, there just seems to be a, a very even if they pick up a few, there's a a very big 
young young to old ratio in that in that 76ers locker room but prove me wrong nah i'm not saying they're not going to be bad they're going to be bad they're going to be incredible and they're going to be my team to watch with the minnesota timberwolves Segway. the t wolves and bulls have made oh, a big baby. blockbuster trade as well um the t wolves have traded chris dunn zach levine and their number nine overall pick which number was seven. Oh, was it seven sorry oh yeah it was seven yeah. uh, i don't know why i wrote nine um Number seven, which was I can't remember his name, but he was a um a seven foot shooter, so like pick and pop sort of shooter. I remember I remember that about him. Yeah, wasn't that good of a pick by the? No, by the it Bulls wasn't. Was it? It was an interesting pick, but we'll discuss right. that. And the Bulls have traded obviously Jimmy Butler and the number sixteen overall pick. Um, so picks aside, because I'm I'm not sure about that. That being said, the Bulls pick that at the at the number six was or number seven was interesting to say the least what what are your thoughts on that one jack yeah the fact look i get trading jimmy butler um i mean they're they're blowing it up now and jimmy you you showed me jimmy butler's instagram post nothing but love for for jimmy g buckets um check it out check out his instagram um all class by that guy but the fact that the bulls front office also traded the number 16 pick which means that they could have had, like, you're trading not only your franchise superstar, but also your first-round pick. You're only basically going up nine spots in the draft. Like, and this is a deep draft. If they had kept that and had a 7 and a 16, that helps a lot more when you're trying to blow it up and rebuild the franchise. Like, I didn't understand it, like, whatsoever. The fact, like, the T-Wolves hit this one out of the park. Like, they got rid of Chris Dunn, who is a 23-year-old point guard who hasn't shown much promise. Zach Levine, who is probably the best piece out of this entire trade for the Bulls, um, has the most talent, albeit he has recently suffered an ACL injury. We don't know what this number seven pick uh, guy's going to turn into, but they lost the number 16 pick as well. Like, Tom Thibodeau literally... He got all his revenge on that Bulls front office and then some, like for, for firing him a few years ago. And good on him because, you know, the fact that they fired him in the first place was an absolute joke. So um, I'm Team T-Wolves uh, and for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to speculate a, a scenario where the Bulls win this trade. They mentioned, they mentioned a sort of, you know, a... Uh, uh, a direction, I guess, for the Bulls on trade night, saying that this trade makes a lot of sense if you offload big salaries like your Wade and Rondo to make room for someone else. You've just drafted a scoring big man. Um, you can get Chris Dunn, who can slot in at, at the point guard if he's good enough. I mean, if you sell Wade and Rondo, then you're kind of don't have anyone else. Yeah, they've still got... Um, Car- Sorry? But Nick, Wade's opted in, hasn't he, for that $24 million. Like, he's he's all in. Like, po- po- as he said, he has 20... 20- Possibly. I'm just going through what this what was speculated on draft night. I mean, if okay. they get they get rid of those two and it opens up about $29 million, um, which they can then spend on, on someone good, like a, a good young player that they can hopefully build around. Um... 
but this is providing a lot of things happen in the future. So it makes sense if these, if the rest of these actions happen, if they continue with Wade and Rondo for another season, and they've still got time, I guess, um, they can always do something next year. Uh, but it's it's going to be a tough season, I think, for uh, for Chicago. I mean, if they can get done to the level that he was, you know, supposed to be, and he's still yeah, young, projected. yeah, if he, his projected outcome, and if Levine can, you know, recover quite well from an ACL surgery, which is, you know, in itself, a, in itself, a, a quite a gamble, then those are two very good players, very good players. Um, Providing that you re-sign uh, the likes of Miritich as well, he's um his contract's still up in the air, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it could it could go well, but uh, again, it, it could fall apart for um for Chicago at the moment, and you know they don't have the best culture uh, at the moment either down in Chicago. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know whether that w- I mean it, Ron- Rondo Wade and buckets obviously didn't kind of work well together. Uh, Rondo may have been the catalyst for that, but now the buckets is gone. It might, it may change. A lot of things can happen. It's, it's very, it's still very speculative, but yeah, the, the, the T wolves have done so well. I mean, getting, not only getting Jimmy Butler, which is an incredible trade, getting him back to Tom Thibodeau will make him more of a motivated player. I think that he may have, he lost something maybe in Chicago. Um, oh, like he was no, still, he he's, no, 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 sorry. Not in terms of anything of skill, but attitude, desire. culture, desire. Yes. That's a, yeah. that's a good, that's yeah. a good term. So you've got an extremely motivated Jimmy Butler playing with an extremely Colored. talented, oh. Oh, um, God. extremely talented, uh, core. Um, I'm almost erect thinking about the Minnesota Timberwolves <laughs> and watching them on League Pass, Nicholas. Like, and like and Rubio, I mean, Rubio is a very serviceable point guard. Their, their starting rotation is it's very good. One of the very best. good. Yeah. Um, How's that Jimmy Butler jersey fitting, Nicky boy? Now that you've sold it to you. Yeah, I've got a freaking Charlie. Uh, <laughs> best mate is a Bulls fan, and he's like, "Fuck this shit." Rose, he's got he's got Rose jerseys, he's got Gasol jerseys, he's got Butler jerseys. He's like fuck this. He up he unloaded them all. I I got a um a legitimate throwback um Butler jersey for fifteen bucks. <laughs> oh. And for those of you at playing home alone, if you're listening in London, that's like eight pounds. Eight and, pounds, about ten uh, US dollars. Ten US dollars, 20, yeah. So ru- I- twenty rupees. I don't know. It's like it's it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's jack shit. It is- moving on in in a similar vein, um, a man's jersey who I have not sold and I refuse to sell because I love him and he is one of the reasons I love basketball. Brooke Lopez, Nicholas. Why yeah. is he in the news? That is a solid segue, mate. Made me a little bit wet. That segue's on point today. That's, that's, that's two in a row. That's, this is, this is <laughs> unprecedented. Um, it's a long time to go. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so Nets and Lakers have been involved in a trade. Uh, Nets have traded Brooke Lopez and the 27 overall pick um, for D'Angelo Russell and Timofey. I got ice in my face. And Timofey Mozgov. As a Nets fan, Jack... How do you like this trade? I know Brolo was your boy, 
And this is oh, the end point. of the Brooklyn dynasty uh, of one year. So, you know, <laughs> call it a dynasty. A dynasty call it a dynasty if you want. But um, <laughs> how do you like this trade? I, I love it for, the, um, for both parties, I guess. I, I really like it for both parties, but... Look and, and look in we we love to keep up on Twitter, Nicholas. We love the NBA in NBA internet is just the best thing ever. Um and it it's literally split. And I mean I woke up to a message from you, from Chaz, from Maggers, and they're all like, Wake up. Oh, looks like Bro- Brook Lopez is gone and I'm like, Holy shit. I woke up immediately and I was just like I almost cried. It was like 4 a.m. and I couldn't get back to sleep. I'm like, Brook Lopez is gone. How am I going to get back to sleep after this? Um, but I woke up and then I'm like, you know what? D'Angelo Russell, 21-year-old kid, has a chip on his shoulder, has a ridiculous amount of talent. Um, his athletic prowess, his athletic capabilities aren't amazing. But the dude can score. The dude can shoot. Um, his three-point shot is improving. And under Kenny Atkinson, I reckon that this is worth it in, in spades. And yes, we did take on Timothy Mozgov's contract, but, you know, it replaces Brook Lopez as a center because we literally would not have a, yeah, you a would, serviceable you wouldn't have a center. center. <laughs> yeah, we would have Justin Hamilton. So, like, we need Timothy Mozgov in a sense. I mean, Timothy Mozgov isn't that bad. I mean, LeBron James once said that he was the player that we needed. So... Um, I'm going to take LeBron and I'm going to use that quote until Timothy Mozgov ends up leaving the Nets for like, you know, our new number 22 pick who will eventually probably slot in within five years time. Um, and we, yeah, we, we gave up that number 27 overall pick as well, but we still kept our number 22 pick. Um, this is, um, a sign of the future and a sign of the fact that, um, we are moving on from the Billy King era and we are learning to build from the ground up rather than just making these flashy, splashy moves to compete with. Um, the Knicks in New York, and we are building something here, Nicholas. D'Angelo Russell, Jeremy Lin, Karis LeVert, R- Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, Timothy Mozgov. That is the best starting five in the Atlantic division other than the Boston Celtics, other than the Toronto Raptors. It's probably... Be- oh, if Chris Upsporzingis go- is- goes, we're better than the Knicks. Like, I'm putting it out there. Like, yeah, Celtics get it. Um, yeah. Yeah, they got Melo. That's it. And Melo like is Philadelphia not in your division as well? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Um, so your second last is what you're saying? Look, and we were last last year. So our second last is an improvement, Nicholas. Baby steps, (laughs) I guess. Baby steps for these baby nets. Jesus, Um, I would hate. I could do a whole pod about this. I would hate to be a freaking. Yeah, I mean, it's good. I mean, D'Angelo Russell is, you know, the, the number two pick in 2015. He's showed some promise, um, about 15 points a game so far, or 15, 15 points a game last year. Um, a, f- a very serviceable guard. I mean, I don't mind him. And a lot of people were hating on Timofey Mozgov, and I think that might just be his contract because it's freaking huge. Um, it's not that bad though in context like uh, 16 million I'm pretty sure it was like 22 wasn't it no it's 16 million it's 32 over the next even so mate that is a big that for him that is huge but it's not as as bad as Luol Dangs like Luol Dangs is 18 more like 4 so we like that and we got D'Angelo Russell like 
there were rumors that they were trying to ship off Timothy Mozgov all the while Dang's contract with a Jordan Clarkson or a Julius Randle. Now, out of D'Angelo Russell, Jordan Clarkson, Julius Randle, I'd take D'Angelo yeah, Russell take in a D-Lo. Yeah, you take D'Lo. But, exactly. Um, um, to, I mean, to, he had an off-season this season. Um, Mozgov, um, I mean, he... Mozgod, Nicholas. Mos- He's the Mozgod. Mozgod. All right. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> he played. He played fifty-four games. Um, That's because they shut him down at the end of the season when he shouldn't have been because they were tanking for Lonzo, Nicholas. Tanking for Lonzo. All right. Um, but he didn't have a good season this season. I mean, he came off the hype of having a good season with Cleveland, good playoffs. Um, like I say, decent playoffs, but good season. Uh, a very, he barely played the playoffs. He played 13 games in the playoffs, so all right. I mean, you, you play your starting, you play your starting five in the playoffs. It's different, but he had some valuable minutes off the bench, and that's all you can ask for a player like him in the playoffs. But he had a good regular season, um, a lot of hype around him. I I loved Mozgov when he was at Cleveland. Um, I thought he was very underrated, and then obviously Lakers saw that. I was like, here, I have some money. And then he didn't kind of live up to that hype. If Brooklyn can sort of find that niche again, that that um, that spark, then he can be a very good player. And D'Lo as well. Like like you said, mate, he's got ice in his veins. He'll get you those clutch wins. Ice in his veins. Um, some other trades that we'll touch on here. Um, we'll go one more before we head to a break. We've been talking for a long time. We'll give you guys a break. Um the Hawks have traded Dwight Howard um, while he was actually conducting a Twitter Q&A about oh God, trades, which is just <laughs> so ironic. It, oh, it's great. Um, he's been traded to the Hornets with the 31 pick, 31st pick for Marco Bellinelli, Miles Plum, Plumber. That should be Plumley. 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 <laughs> Autocorrect there. Um, Miles is a plumber, maybe. Um, and the 41 overall pick as well Um, Jack just quickly how do you fare on this trade I mean Dwight has bounced around Uh, a bit lately since his magic days quite yeah I could quite easily grade this one um, and sum it up in in a nutshell Uh, Charlotte Hornets A um, Atlanta Hawks F like the fact that they got the 31 pick as well like and they got a guy who's a superstar and who's going to fit well with Kemba Walker and Steve Clifford. He had a double-double season, Dwight Howard. Yes, he's not the man that he used to be, but he's still a very serviceable NBA player and can get you boards and buckets. Um, I don't know what the hell the Atlanta Hawks are doing here, but maybe they're blowing things up and Mike Budenhoser could be on his way out. We'll wait and see. Yeah, I mean... Like, Dwight's still a good player. He had a real bad season in his last season of the Rockets, but that was for front court issues. That was, you know, disharmony between him and Harden. And like you said, he averaged a double-double season um, for the Hawks, who were struggling this year. I mean, they finished fifth, but this is the Hawks we're talking about. They, they, were, a, they were a contender two, three years ago. Like, what has happened? And now they've completely fallen off the cliff. It's just interesting to, to, to see how it happened. Not only that, they lost Dwight, but they also lost 10 spots in the draft. Exactly. For, Bellinelli, for Bellinelli and Plumley. I'm sorry, but, 
You know, if it was as simple as add the skill of two players, um, <laughs> but it's not. It's just no, <laughs> no. I'll, I'll give them an a, F. Yeah, it's a bad trade for the Hawks and. If you were blowing it up, why not just trade for more picks? Like, exactly. I'll, I'll, like go a three-way deal and unload Bellinelli and Plumley to, I don't know, teams that need rotation players, I guess, and get some picks. I mean... Oh. Yeah, it, it, like, the fact is, like, when, if we were to compare it to, say, the Lakers and, and Nets pick, trade and um, the Timberwolves and Bulls trade, there is some sense in both of those trades. Yes, you might say that one team won out of the other, but with the Atlanta Hawks trade, um, there is no sense in it. Like, they don't get any value out of it. They lost spots in the draft, and they get two worse players, like you were saying, that are both worse considerably than Dwight Howard. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more, mate. I mean, I, I've Plumlee is just not good. I don't like him at all. Um, that just may be, I don't know, a personal vendetta, but I don't rate him much. <laughs> um, you prefer the other Plumlee, Nicholas? What's his name? Mason. Mason. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, why not? <laughs> I mean, they're both <laughs> as bad as each other. Um, but you don't, I mean, oh, even just keep Dwight and trade Millsap if you're bloody, if you're blowing it up. I mean, yeah, I I don't, I don't know. It, it, there is a, a lot of better things that they could have done, but well played to the Hornets, I guess, um, for doing this and I don't know, duping Hawks into this trade. Um, all right, that's ended on a negative note. We'll be right back uh, after after this. You're listening to JVT Podcast. Give us a rating and review on iTunes. Welcome back to JBT Podcast. Um, Jack Boy, there's one more trade I want to go into. It's my boys. Is it a big one, Nicholas? It's a massive one. It's a massive one. It was the decider of the Eastern Conference Final. That's how big this was. My boys, the Wizards, have traded their number 52 overall pick for Tim Frazier of the Pelicans. And, mate, it'd be willing... Hey, you had your piece on Brooklyn. Let let me have my fun. You get so much time on this podcast to spew about the Wizards and the All right, all right. I'll just say this: if we had Tim Frazier, we we beat, um, we beat the Boston Celtics. Big calls, but I like sure to make them. Um, if we had valuable minutes off our bench, then shit, yeah, we would have won. You know, Jennings and Burke can't be trusted with. It makes me mad. Oh, happy place, Nick. It's all right. Um, next year is a new year. I'm keen to see Tim Frazier come into the fray um, and see what he can do from the point guard position. That is all. Thank you very much. Jack, where would you like to go from here? Uh, let's talk about things other than the Wizards, Nicholas. Mate, Maybe we touched uh, on the Wizards once. Once. Nick, let's talk about Cleveland. Okay. Oh, yeah, because we, talk we haven't talked to them to death anyway. Go, keep going. <laughs> the, give the people what they want, Nicholas, all right? Big news. And Paul George as well. We haven't even mentioned Paul George yet. Yeah, all right, we'll get to it. Um, so, Cavs news 
this week. Uh, GM David Griffin has not had his contract renewed by Dan Gilbert. Um, much to the irk of LeBron James, may I just add. Um, you know, he didn't quite approve of it happening. And it didn't go through the players at all. There was um, there was one, I, th- I, don't, I think it was left anonymous, but he didn't even know Griff was leaving when the news broke. I mean, the reporter told him, yeah. asked him what his thoughts Joke. were, and he's like, what? Griff's leaving? Yeah. Um, Joke. yeah, I mean, it's a very, it's a, it's a solemn time, I guess, for, for Cavs. Um, but Jack, I know you voiced your opinions to me about this. Um, would you like to voice them to the people? Yeah. Um, I, I've got some things to say, Nicholas, and I'm going to spew some sh- right now. Um, Dan Gilbert, I think his ego is as big as your urethra, Nicholas. Um, I don't know what a urethra is, actually. Um, but <laughs> Dan Gilbert... <laughs> Dan Gilbert is a horribly uh, stupid owner. The fact that he has never renewed a GM's contract in the history of his tenure at this franchise speaks volumes. The fact that he thinks he runs this more than anyone. He didn't win the title. LeBron did. LeBron and everyone else did. David Griffin had more of a say than he did. And it just pisses me off, the fact that a GM who deserves to be compensated, deserves to be rewarded with a new contract, is just going to be left uh, in the wings. And he could have easily got a job at the Magic or the Bucks or the Hawks. But Dan Gilbert refused to let him talk to them and for them to talk to him. He's just... I don't like him, Nicholas. I don't like him at all. And the fact that he's going to offer... And they're they're penning an offer to Chauncey Billups for apparently five years. Um, Chauncey Billups doesn't have a great deal of experience in NBA front offices. Now, I'm not saying he won't be... uh, He might not be a good GM. Um, He's playing and his analytics with ESPN have been fantastic. But, God, David Griffin... If LeBron James thinks he's good, I'm going to trust the opinion of LeBron James. Um, and to quote his tweet, I am literally going to... I'm going to end with this. King James, if no one appreciated you, Griff, I did. And hopefully all the people of Cleveland. Thanks for what you did for the team for three years. We got us one emoji trophy. Couldn't have said it better, LeBron. You are the king. Done. All right, I'm I'm just gonna butt in here. Um, I oh, completely agree with you. <laughs> um, Griffin was unfairly treated, I guess. Um, I mean, what was his tenure? Three years, was it? Um, yep. The three years of LeBron, um, and he brought them a championship, made him a contender. Um, it's the GM that's doing this. The owner doesn't have a say or a great deal of say in the basketball operation side. However, was it not Dan Gilbert's decision to hire David Griffin in the first place? As from a management point of view, he is pulling the strings on who he hires. He decides who he hires. He has a, he's like, he would have voiced a direction to David Griffin. It's like, this is where I want the team to go. Can you do this? He obviously felt that David Griffin was suitable for the job, and now he believes that he is not suitable for the job. 
the fact and that he's wrong. The, but the fact that he thought he was initially and he got that judgment call right, what's to say that he's not getting the judgment call right again with Chauncey Billups? Obviously, something needs to change. They have been, you know, three years of the Griffin um, franchise, I guess, of dynasty. It's not really a dynasty. I just like using that word. Um, of the Griffin era, they were second best for every year. They got to the Golden uh, State Warriors. They got a championship oh. off the Golden State Warriors with Bogut and Draymond out. And I believe, like, no one mentions Bogut being out, but he, I think that was a big deal. And again, it could be Aussie bias, but he was a, he was a big player, an, an underrated piece. Bogut in was that. also out for the Cleveland Cavaliers this year, Nicholas. Yes, so, and they lost. But it was, it was to say that both teams were healthy. This year, you could say that both teams are healthy confidently. Bogut's not a huge out for the for the Cavs, seeing as he didn't play at all with them. Sorry, he sorry he played for seven seconds before he got injured. I think it was about seven 51, seconds. Fifty-one, I think it was. Uh, it, by the way, it was less than a minute. <laughs> um, but that's that's besides the point. They've never been top dog, and I think this may be an over exaggeration by Gilbert, but it shows affirmative action. Perhaps, maybe to the shareholders. You know, it could be a, it could be more of a business thing than a business. He is the shareholder, Nicholas. There are other shareholders of the Cavs. He's the majority shareholder. That's how ownership works. You can still buy stocks in the Cavs. You can buy stocks in anything. If it's like any other business, I can buy stocks in Apple. Doesn't mean I own Apple. Nick. You- all I can say, do you remember the South Park episode where they're like, Mr. Scientist? <laughs> That's what I think about you right now, Mr. Engineer. I, I'm picking it I'm picking it apart. I'm just saying there might be two sides to the story. Um, but ultimately, I agree with you. Everything has led to believe has led me to believe that David Griffin is a fantastic GM, much beloved by his players, which is a rarity <laughs> these days. Uh, between front office and players. Um, Commanded great respect. Obviously knew what he was doing in the trades. But I think a shake-up might not be a bad thing. I mean, you know, we're condemning him now. But if Chauncey Billups leads him to another championship, would you say it's a bad trade? Would you still say it's a bad trade then? So you've got to wait Um, to to crucify. Yeah, but like, what is Chauncey Billups going to do so differently that David Griffin would have done. Well, I, I don't like, know the really. I don't know the intricacies of um, being a GM. Obviously, he has a different approach. Obviously, he has a different philosophy. If he was exactly the same as David Griffin, then he wouldn't be hired. He obviously adheres to whatever uh, Dan Gilbert sees as the future of this franchise. Hopefully, it aligns with the future of the fans and the players in that they want another championship very soon. Um. But the methods of doing so and the philosophies of doing so might be very different for Chauncey. What would be? It would have to be. It wouldn't be the same. So, you know, it, it, it's, a, it's a big judgment call on Gilbert's behalf. But, you know, props to the guy. He's got stones. 
He did. He made the big move, made the big calls. And as a man who makes the big calls, I can respect that. Yeah, and you also make the wrong calls. <laughs> Sometimes it does backfire, and I can accept that. <laughs> Obviously, my role is not as important as, um, as Gilbert's role. But yeah, Gilbert. a shakeup, I don't know. It shows affirmative action, perhaps. Um, but it it. It could be the wrong call, and personally, I believe it is the wrong call. I'm with you, mate. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I like thinking about these sorts of things, just picking it apart. You know me. I'm a, I'm a pain in the ass. <laughs> um, all right, let's 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 move on, shall we? I think we've talked that one to death. Um, Paul George. Yeah. All right, Paul George. Um, another big news story to come out this week is that uh, oh, not not. Actually, it was this week, yeah. Uh, Paul George has informed the Pacers that he is going to leave the team next year in free agency. Um, obviously, likely to the Lakers being his hometown and all that speculation there. Um, though there is still a lot um, around the Cavs. Um, although I heard recently, I don't know how verified this is, that Cavs have pulled out of the race for George because there's not enough trade interest in K-Love. Um, yeah, I remember. I heard that as well. Yeah, um... So that that that'll be interesting. A lot of a lot of people were trying to you know create trades for Paul George to the Cavs, and you know he'd instantly be a contender. Again, well they already are a contender, but you know that, that would they be able to equal the Warriors? That's a you know the burning question. Um, but yeah, you know Kalov isn't isn't generating enough trade prospects, so it's not looking likely to happen. Um, but there are a few other teams that have, uh, you know, thrown their hat in the ring as well. Um, the Clippers, Blazers, Celtics, and Wizards uh, among them. And I made, a, I went on the, you know, trade the NBA trade machine uh, for the first time, so it was a bit of a bit of a crappy trade. Um, but I was, I was trying to trying to think of a way to bring Paul George in, and on like relatively on a relatively good contract I guess all we need to do is get rid of Jason Smith Kelly Oubre and um, Morris and we are good that is a legal <laughs> that is a legal trade let's do it let's get it done I love my, I love Keith you know I love Keith he's a brilliant yeah. player um, oh, Paul George but, but I'd rather Paul George Jason Smith is <laughs> no a good player shit. too we just get just get rid of the bench get rid of the youth Kelly Oubre I think would be would be an important piece there um, not so much for his salary, but he's a very, very, very it's good defender. He's a I, let me let me spout my speculation, please. <laughs> let a man dream. God damn. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's not it's not happening. But the you know pa- the pace is... actually got three likes on our Facebook page. Three people no agree with how. me. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, Celtics, Blazers, and Clippers. Celtic Blazers and Clippers have put their hand um, hand up as well, um, mate. How do you how do you rank these rumors? I guess, and I I, I didn't introduce this, but we're going to have a, a new section, I guess, especially over the this coming trade period, because there'll be a lot of rumors spouting everywhere. Hashtag called hashtag alternative facts. Um, so if it's if the rumor has some has some weight to it, it's fact. It's hashtag fact. If it's not going to happen, there's hashtag alternative fact. If you're a bit on the fence, you know, it could happen, it couldn't happen. You know, it's probably reputable, but, you know, 
you're not willing to put your house on it. It's a hashtag Wikipedia fact. Um, <laughs> that was I love that. I love yeah, that. so it's like if you're on the fence, you know, it could be right. Um, anyway, where 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 would you put this on the hashtag spectrum that we've created? Look, it's uh, if we're talking about if he goes anywhere but the Lakers, I'll go probably a Wikipedia fact, Nicholas, because I don't. I, he he went for the Clippers as a kid. And I think the Clippers are a more viable... And if he's looking... He said that he wants to win a title as well. And as much as the Clippers probably aren't going to win a title with the Golden State Warriors in that conference anyway, um, they look more likely than the Lakers in my eyes. And Oh, well, yeah, at the moment. Well, yeah, but let, let me finish. Let me finish. If they somehow were to get the services of Paul George and keep CP3... And if they were to somehow get rid of Griffin, maybe DeAndre Jordan as well, then LeBron James coming out of contract next year. They have that space. I don't think LeBron goes to the Lakers. I think LeBron goes to the Clippers if he does go to LA because LeBron isn't the guy to follow the coattails of anyone. Um, he's going to want to make his own mark somewhere. And he would be, he would make his own mark on the Clippers. Um, like, that core would be ridiculous. So... Yeah, I mean, I'm getting a bit off track, but yeah, Wikipedia fact. Nicholas, where would you have it on the radar? I mean, if we're grouping all of the other team prospects together, I guess I'd put it as a Wikipedia fact as well. Um, but you wouldn't put the Wizards... You know, that, that's an alternative fact, mate. That is... there. That's as alternative <laughs> as bloody... That's the size of Donald Trump's hands. That's as alternative as that is. Um, anyway. Um, Blazers... No, again, that's an alternative fact. I can't see that happening. I mean, why? Why go to the Blazers? Yeah, no, no. I mean, idea. They're, they're, they wouldn't. They, uh, they'd be, um, they'd be decent enough in the um, in the playoffs. But again, the 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 key is Golden State Warriors, and the yep. Trailblazers are gearing up for now. So now's not a good time to be gearing up. Um, no, it is not. So, you know, the Lakers, obviously, that, that is v- very much hashtag fact. Um, it's looking the most likely, and it's the, the one that makes the most sense. You know, they uh, they unloaded um, salary cap, and they've, you know, opened up a lot of space for Paul George as well. Um, if, the, if Blake and CP3 leave, if both of them leave in free agency, obviously, that's another... Those are two contracts that are no longer on the Clippers' uh, payroll, so they've got room for him. But again, they would. Oh, well, actually, with Paul George, they'd be rebuilding as well. But they haven't started that yet, so it would be too late by the time um, Paul George is, you know, mid thirties or early thirties. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, it's just the Lakers for me. I mean, those other ones have just, you know, spouted around, and you know. Fans have come up with, oh, yeah, we could do this, myself included. We could do this, this, and trade with this, your third-party trades and this whole mess of complication. And it's like, no, he's going to the Lakers. There's no point. I mean, the Cavs, yeah. have, Cavs have pulled out now, apparently, because um, no one wants Kevin Love, and I don't blame him. Um, yeah, so it's just the pace. It's Sorry, it's just the Lakers for me. Um, 
Yep. What else have we got on the trade spectrum, mate? Because I can't get through this. Kyle document Lowry. Enough. Ooh. Yeah, Kyle Lowry, Nicholas. Kyle Lowry. Um, there's been a lot of speculation that he may be leaving the Raptors. Now, uh, he came out on Twitter. God, I love Twitter. I love Twitter, Nicholas. How much do you love Twitter? I love Twitter. It's so. I love Twitter, mate. Um, Kyle Lowry came out on Twitter earlier in the week. Um, he said, uh, and I quote, I don't do this ever, but don't believe what you hear, exclamation mark, especially if it didn't come from me. And that BS for sure didn't come from me, GN. I love the GN at the end. <laughs> like, yeah, night, night, Kyle. Have a good night, mate. We, 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 we're here, we hear you, mate. Um, but uh, the question here, Nicholas, fact, Wikipedia fact, alternative fact, Kyle Lowry leaving the Raptors. Uh, hashtag alternative fact. Agreed. I'm willing to believe... I mean, Ajiri came out and said, it's like, I don't know where these rumours have come from. We're not... You know, we're not looking to trade um, Kyle Lowry. And I would do it. I mean, personally, I would... If you're not the Cavs and the Warriors, I would blow up now. I mean... I'm a cynic, though. I mean, and I'm I go for the I go for the Wizards, and we're peaking at the wrong time at the moment. So you need to because there's no way you're getting better than the um, Golden State Warriors. There's no way. So you just give up. That's what that's my advice yeah. to everyone. Just give up. Yeah, it's terrible advice, but um, yeah. I mean, I I would I would trade I would trade Lowry. You can get you can get quite a lot for Lowry. Lowry is a very very good player. Um, if if he was to go somewhere, Nicholas. Um, I mean, I've got my opinion where he'd fit nicely. Um, before Markel Fultz was traded by the 76ers, I would have had him as a Wikipedia fact at um at the at, at the 76ers. He has that home tie, but now really. The only place he could go is probably the San Antonio Spurs. Agree? The Spurs just make sense. Like how many, how many veterans? I mean, there's been rumors. Oh, sorry. <laughs> there's been rumors about Paul George, uh, not Paul George. Um, CP3 going to the um, Spurs as well. It's just, yeah. For me, the Spurs is like it's like the MLS in in soccer. You go there when you're ready to t- retire. You, like, <laughs> you're in the time. twilight of your career. Not not so much for the same reason. You go to the MLS is just, you know, to have fun. You make a lot of money. You live in America. It's, it's brilliant. Um, whereas the Spurs are always a contender. You don't have a ring. Yeah, we'll join the Spurs. No one cares. If to Kevin Durant had joined the Spurs, do you reckon, any, you reckon anyone would have given a shit? Hell no. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. No one gives a shit if you join the Spurs. Because it's pop. Because it's pop. Exactly. You're pop always gonna be you're always gonna be in contention for a ring. Always. You because they're a they're a sixty plus win team every year. Every yeah. year. Which is incredible. Like that doesn't get talked about enough, but it's the Spurs. It's expected. Um So yeah, I mean I, w- I would love that. I mean Tony Tony Parker went, uh, went down injured, um, but the, uh, the only problem is you're adding another like he's he's over thirty, Lowry, yeah, 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 you're adding yeah. another thirty plus point guard to the roster. I oh, know it's it's tricky, but we'll move on. Um, next uh, alternative fact, fact or Wikipedia fact in our trade rumors, 
Uh, big one creating a lot of controversy around NBA circles. Nick, uh, the unicorn himself, Kristaps Porzingis, Ooh. leaving the Knicks. Fact, alternative fact, Wikipedia fact. Oh, what do you got for I me, mate? honestly have no idea. <laughs> I've got no clue. It is so... Joe Jackson is just a weird man. He's, He's a... a weird, stupid, stupid man. Weird is one word for it, mate. That is not the word I'd use. Uh, but it is it is definitely a word. Um, you know, it depends on the day, really. I mean, some days it's like, oh, yeah, he's going to leave. Yeah, well, you know, whatever. Um, but then I think about it and I'm like, oh, yeah, Wikipedia fact. I mean, it could happen. It could be Phil Jackson just trying to get fired. I mean, by the time we, yeah. Yeah, by the time we edit and finish this pod, I'm, my mind would have changed about three times. Exactly. Like, he could be gone by the time we edit this pod. Like, we keep this running document for those that are first-time listeners um, every day. We add new things to it on a consistent basis. Um, we had Jimmy Butler. Is he going to leave the Bulls in there? And we had to delete that. Like, I had to delete that while we were typing this because so much shit happens in this in this league. It is amazing. Um, but I agree with you with the Porzingis thing. Um, I think it's, it's, it's leaning towards an alternative fact because... I think Phil Jackson is just being an idiot. Um, th- there's no way you trade um, Chris Abspolzingas. Um, he-, he is a, a bona fide uh, up-and-coming superstar. So, whether they, yeah, whether they want whether they want to trade him or whether they can trade him are two very different things as well. He's asking yeah. for a lot, I believe, for Chris Abspolzingas, and rightly so. I think I think he's a very very good player, but you know it depends on how much teams are willing to give up for. Um, like at the moment, like he's a good, a good player. Um, but it well, might, he's a very good player, it, it might he's not, he is not, it's not enough to warrant, oh, I don't know, however much he's asking for. Perhaps, obviously, because well, he hasn't traded yet. For, I'll put it, from the Celtics, they asked for the third pick, they asked for Jay Crowder, they asked for Jalen Brown, and that Lakers pick. So it's basically everything that the Celtics have. And no, he is not worth that. But he is probably worth half of that at least. Um, like, if you're the Celtics and you can get Chris Epps-Porzingis, then you can probably get Gordon Haywood on the cheap as well. And imagine that. They would challenge the Cavs with Chris Epps-Porzingis, Gordon Haywood, and Isaiah Thomas. Like, that would be ridiculous. But I digress. We should move on because we're having a lot of fun with this. So let's get going. Let's keep pushing through these. Um a little bit of a lesser one. Uh, Paul Millsap, Nicholas. Um, there's. I'll give you four teams, and I want you to just give me quick fact, alternative fact, Wikipedia fact. Uh, Paul Millsap to the Suns. Fact, alternative fact, Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Hashtag Wikipedia fact. Um, Kings. Alternative fact. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why would the Kings uh, pick him? I Why would he go uh, to the Kings? Thinking. Oh, God. The Kings uh, are a Rockets, mess. Um, yeah, fact, I mean, oh, well, sorry, Wikipedia fact. None of them are really fact for me. I mean, I think it would have factual. to be, it would have to be really, like, nailed on for it to be a fact. But it would, it would be a good fit for, um, for, for Houston, I think. I think it'd be a good fit for Houston as well, but I think the most factual and the team that would probably be able to offer him the most is the Nuggets, and... I don't mind him alongside Nikola Jokic. Yeah, like they actually yeah. fit pretty well together. Yeah, that's that's. Um, so yeah. out of those four teams, they are the most factual. Yes. Um, 
you know, compared to the Kings anyway. Yeah, no, the Kings. <laughs> Who put the Kings in there? Who did that? They, 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 look, Nicholas, I'm not. I'm finding this from Adrian Wojnarowski, all these, you know, reputable sources, mate. This isn't me the just saying, like, Kings... you know, like we did last week, that LeBron's going to go to bloody Milwaukee and Wisconsin. This isn't random shit, mate. Um, but I digress. Oh. Let's move on. Uh, this one's an interesting one. Um, Andre Iguodala of the Golden State Warriors. Is he going to leave the no. Warriors for the Timberwolves? Hashtag alternative fact. Um, Look, it, it would make sense. It would make sense. It would make sense from the T Wolves perspective. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Vet can teach this young young team a hell of a lot. Has a lot of playoff experience and championship experience. It makes sense. It's. I mean, I would be pushing quite hard to get him if I was the T Wolves. But if I was Andre Iguodala, what? Why leave a good thing? He could get yeah. another three rings. Just, why not? That is an incredible... He would be a Hall of Famer. An off-the-bench Hall of Famer. Money talks. I don't understand that. And that's another... That is another conversation for a different pod. Why... Why hinder your career for money? And I know that is 100% okay for someone like me, who needs money. But these guys get paid millions anyway, and it's but, you know yeah. no one gives How no one gives fun. a shit about the amount of money you made playing basketball. People will look back and be like, Andre Iguodala, he won four bloody rings. Not he moved yeah. and made one hundred and fifty billion dollars with the T Wolves. No one cares yeah. about that. Like I would want to retain a legacy. Like I would join professional. As a professional player, yeah, the money's nice, but it's about leaving a legacy. And Andre Iguodala is good enough to do that. Yep. I mean, if I was well, if I was someone like you're fine, I'll tell you, yeah, I like it. If I was someone like Zaza Pachulia, I've got my ring, that's it. No one's gonna remember him. No one's gonna give a crap that he won four rings. So if he stays. But Andre Iguodala is good enough to maintain a legacy. So Fair why enough, not Nick. do it? Now, that's yeah. That's, I've got to, that's, I, I agree. I've got to stop you out there, mate, because you, you're getting fired up and, you, and you're speaking some truths. But we've got to get through a few more. Mate. Um, now quickly, uh, quickly getting through this because we don't want to spend uh, two hours on this podcast. We might have to cut it short. Uh, Patrick Beverly. Um, there. This one I see as a fact um, to be traded to his hometown of Chicago. Um, on his Twitter page. Um, he came out and said, um, he responded to a few people. Uh, one person said, leave this story alone. Uh, he ain't going nowhere. He responded to that tweet saying, nah, I wouldn't say that. And then he also responded to a person saying, come home, foo. And then he wrote, I know, right, that would be dope. Yeah, so I think, Jack, uh, Jack, let me stop you right there. How much shit does Patrick Beverly talk? A lot. Exactly. I mean... It would not surprise me if he's just riling people up. He's just sitting away, like, you know, Kermit the Frog with his tea, just watching people lose their absolute shit. He's like, I'm not going Trigger anywhere. Finger, turn I'm, not, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> it would not surprise Fair me. Enough. It would not surpri- wouldn't surprise me. But then on the other hand, with all this as being said, it, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if he left. But again, like, he's got a good thing going in, um, in Houston at the moment. Like, well, kind of a good thing. 
Especially if they if they get Millsap as well, which is you know hashtag Wikipedia fact. Um, that could be that'd be very good. You know they're not exactly a bad team as Houston. Um, another team, another year under the D'Antoni system, it could could prove very fr- fruitful. Um, but yeah, that 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 would be my uh, that would be my take on it. Is that is that it, mate, or is, we got a we got a few more? We might take a break. We'll, 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 we'll take we'll take a break. We've been talking for a while. Uh, if we've got some more, we'll um we'll hit you up after after the break. You're listening to JBT podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at the JMan JBT. Welcome back to JBT podcast. We are still here talking alternative yeah. facts. Uh, we've got one more that we want to um, put onto you, good people. Before we head out to our DBS, mate, what do you got for us? So I've got more than one, sorry. Oh, sorry, uh, more, than, more than one, my, my mistake. Sorry. There's so many bloody trade rumours flying around. We haven't even mentioned, you know, the Clippers and Boston and the Cavs. So quickly running through these. Uh, DeAndre Jordan and or Malamarcus Aldridge to be traded to the Suns. Nicholas, fact, alternative fact, Wikipedia fact. Um... Oh. Hashtag fact. It's alternative for DeAndre. Yeah, uh, it's yeah, it's alternative fact for DeAndre. Yeah, that's true. Jerry West has, has <laughs> said, openly said that we're not looking to trade DeAndre. Um, you know, with with Griffin and CP3 opting out of, um, you know, they're entering free agency. Yeah, it's not, they don't want to trade everyone. You can't trade everyone. Um, exactly. So keep keep hold of DeAndre. That's fine. I'm willing to put hashtag fact for Lamarcus. Um, fact is a bit far. Maybe not to the Suns, but a move is definitely on his horizon. What's something more reputable than a Wikipedia fact, like uh, a library fact, like well, a, a, Wiki- fact. a Wikipedia? Well, that is a fact. A Wikipedia, like a block. I, w- I would say, like, I'm willing to put Wikipedia facts in my in schoolwork. I wouldn't reference Wikipedia, but I'm willing to believe that Wikipedia is is right. But it could be wrong. So it's more on the right spectrum. So imagine, so more on the low spectrum would be like a blog fact or a, a Tumblr fact. Tumblr fact. Tum- Twitter yeah. fact. Twitter, Twitter fact, yes. So like, hashtag JBT fact. You know, we spout. We spout so much shit. Um, yeah, so like, I guess if we're putting four tiers in this, fucking hell, this 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 became really complicated really quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Uh, no, I'd be willing to say fact. A, def- a move is definitely on his horizon. He hasn't, he hasn't, like since Duncan left, he's just been not good. Like yep. Duncan was, Duncan was his world. And I'm thinking of like, you know, chariots of fire, they're running, like running on the beach. Running towards each other, dun, 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 dun. Um, yeah. I mean, they they were just they were good together, and that was, and now not so much. I mean, if someone can sign him and obviously, you know, bring him back to what he was, but if Pop can't do it, then bloody hell, that's a tough ask. Maybe he just doesn't have it anymore. Uh, but I th- I think a move is on his horizon, and someone like the Suns, it would be a, a decent move, but I'm not I'm not so sure that. The Suns would be a realistic move. So, hashtag fact on the move. Hashtag alternative fact on the, uh, Wikipedia fact on fact on the Suns move. What about you? 
Uh, I'm going to go Wikipedia fact on Lamarcus leaving, alternative fact on DeAndre leaving. Yeah. Uh, very point. quickly, love to be traded by the Cavs. Wikipedia fact because they want to trade him, but will he be traded? Probably not. Hashtag fact because they want to trade him, but it won't happen because no one wants yeah. him. <laughs> yep. CP3 or Blake Griffin to leave the Clippers during free agency, whether it be to Boston, San Antonio, hashtag, or wherever. Hashtag fact. Drop a, with a capital both F. Both of them. With a capital F. Yep. Big, big call by Nick. Yep. And Nick doesn't use capital letters. His grammar is horrible. I am freaking stupid. That's what I am. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I... I they need to blow it up now. They have to. It's been so many consecutive seasons. They got knocked out in the first round this year. Albeit by like a very good jazz t- side. But that's unacceptable. And these guys aren't getting younger. But to leave in free agency, that's rough. Like that, that hurts. Two superstars to leave in free agency, it hurts. But if they want to leave, they, they can't stop them from leaving. You know? So yeah. that's... That's that's my two cents on it. They've oh. opted out. Hashtag, so yeah, exactly. There's a reason out. they opted out for it. I mean, obviously they still they still can re-sign at this point. Yeah, I mean, can they? Or the, obviously the, they can. The last one I'm going to put into two Nicholas. There's and they're both related to Boston. Now, one really intriguing fact that I saw was the fact that Anthony Davis, uh, Boston are heavily targeting him with good reason because he's probably the best center in the bloody league. Um, so. Anthony Davis to sign with the Boston Celtics, whether that be this year, next year, 2019, whatever. And then the final one, will Boston actually sign a free agent and Danny Ainge sign a free agent during this trade free agency period? Hashtag fact. fact. Alternative fact. Hashtag fact. They're they're signing someone. They're signing someone. Okay. And... I don't like the fact that you've put a time frame on this Anthony Davis thing because, yeah, if the whole Boogie Davis thing doesn't work, then one of them will leave. One of them will leave, 100%. Um, So I don't like the fact that you've put a a time period on it. But this year, hashtag alternative fact, he's not leaving. One of – they would have spoken to Davis prior to the Boogie um, trade, be like, listen, we want to bring in DeMarcus – to essentially secure his spot in the Pelicans. And the Pelicans don't want to do this. They 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 traded to get DeMarcus in to see whether they can create something between um, Davis and Boogie. So at least give it a season. At least give it a season. See how it works. They can't just create it and then blow it up straight away, you know? There's no there's no logic in that. So, hashtag alternative fact. It's not going to happen. Not this year, anyway. Not this year. Next year and the year Fair after, we'll, we'll see. The the fact may become less alternative. But, yeah, the 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 Celtic... I, I I think the Celtics will sign um Hayward. That's a hashtag Wikipedia fact for me. That's I, I'd like to believe that Hayward is loyal to stay, but there's... Like, Hayward leaves, and I, I can see, you know, Hill's been... Actually, no. Hill was rumored to um to like if if First. if Hill, yeah, if Hill leaves, then ugh, I can't see Gobert staying. Like, and then that's it. That's it for them. That's Gobert's already signed on though for five years, Nicholas. So... Yeah, but I mean, like, 
he won't he won't say out that contract. If Robin leaves, yeah. what why? <laughs> he's well, he's more than good enough to um uh to make a make a team a contender, you know? But that's a that's a Those different thing. But, oil, yeah, but <laughs> yeah. Um deaths. Um but yeah, Boston will sign someone. They will sign someone. There's they've got enough draw to that franchise to sign someone. Your Fair enough. Mate? All yeah. right, mate. We're going on to the DBS. Yeah, yep, yep. Let's do this. Um, all right, this is our last segment for the pod. So thank you for sticking with us all 70 minutes of it so far. We appreciate it if you're still watching, uh, listening, or watching. Uh, we are live on Facebook. Not that people who are listening to the pod... Yeah, anyway, I'll stop speaking. Um, DBS, for, the, for those who are new to the podcast, uh, here's how it works. We'll be give we give you three basketball players, both past and present, or could be both past and present, and we have to decide who we drop, who we bench, and who we start. DBS, uh, it's that simple. So this week it's a bit of a trade inspired DBS with some hot ticket items uh, on the market at the moment. Um, and we mentioned this on our Facebook page. We got a picture um, up on our page. So if you wanted to voice us, uh, voice us your comments, you can message us through Facebook as well. But, um, yeah, you can uh, always comment on that photo. We'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Um, so Jack, we have got Gordon Hayward, Jimmy Butler, and refresh my memory. Who's the third person again? Paul George. Paul George. Thank you. Um, so who you dropping, who you benching, who you starting? All right, Nicholas. Now, when I shared this post uh, yesterday, I believe, um, on all our Facebook groups that we're a part of, um, I got every single response. So by that, I mean that Paul George was dropped, bench and started. Gordon Hayward was dropped, bench and started. And Jimmy Butler was dropped, bench and started. Like, it, it was widely varying. And it with good reason, because these three players are all superstars or all all-stars. Um, though their skill set differs depending on what you value. Now, for me, I'm going to start Jimmy Butler, I'm going to bench Paul George, and I'm going to drop Gordon Hayward. You're a big Gordon Hayward fan. I'm surprised to see you drop him. I would have thought at least a bench, maybe drop... um... I actually would have thought Butler uh, would be lower on this, but I know you value defense, so I can see why you did that. Um... See, the reason... Why, Nicky Boy? Because um, Jimmy Butler is a top 15, 20 player in the league. So I, there is no way I can drop him, let alone bench him. Or bench him, let alone drop him. Um, so he has to start. Um, he is the best pure all-round player out of these three. Paul George is probably the second best. Um, his defense and offense is, you know, he can take over a game like no one else. Gordon Hayward is sort of like your complimentary star. Um, he's not your... You can't... I don't think you can build a franchise around Gordon Hayward. You can build a franchise around Gordon Hayward, Rudy Gobert, and George Hill, and, you know, another piece. Or you can build it around Isaiah Thomas, Gordon Hayward, and Al Horford. Um, but whereas Jimmy Butler, you know, he was the guy in Chicago. Paul George was the guy in Indiana. Um it was just, for me, the tougher part was going with, was it Paul George, was it Jimmy Butler? And for me, Jimmy Butler has just been better 
for longer. And, you know, he, I think he made him one of the All-NBA teams this year. And, I mean, on the T-Wolves, um, I'm hoping he can improve even further with Tibbs because he's the one that brought the best out of him in the first place. So that's my DBS, mate. Um, agree, disagree? What are your thoughts? Who did you have? It's hard to disagree. You can't really disagree um, to the whole thing as a as an entity, I guess, because um, there are good reasons to start, bench, and drop all three of these people. Um, you know, if I really tried, I could, I could, you know, go in a completely different direction to what I actually believe. I, I you know, because there are there are valid points for it. But I am starting Paul George. I'm benching Jimmy Butler, and I'm dropping Gordon Hayward. I have never been a huge Gordon Hayward fan. Uh, I've made that known to yourself, uh, and I've mentioned it on the pod quite a few times. Um, And for those exact reasons that you mentioned, mate, I'm surprised to hear you say that because I thought that you did believe that you could build a franchise around um, Gordon Hayward, and I don't believe you can. I don't believe he has that influence on the team. Um, I don't think he is a huge leader. Um. And it's 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 kind of evident on the on the jazz. Maybe that's just how Quinn Snyder wants to wants to coach it. Um, but I don't think that Gordon Hayward actually has that capacity. Um, he's a brilliant player, and he can. I, I kind of compare him to a bit a bit like Clay. Like he can take he can get you sixty points. He could get you sixty points a game. Yeah, if he just he's on fire one night. Absolutely. He absolutely can, but can he take over games and inspire players? No, I don't think he can. Um, so, I mean, that's the reason I'm be- I'm dropping him because these other two definitely can. Jimmy Butler is one of the funniest, most charismatic, and just he's hilarious. I I love him. He he's a great character, and that reflects both on and off the court. Um, and Paul George is just a, a tremendous player. Um, huge respect for him. Um, after he came back half a season, oh, well, a, a full season, he came back halfway through the season after pretty much getting a new leg. It's like, here, have a new leg um, after he destroyed his uh, previous one. And he was he was both of our picks for MVP this year. Um, so that, that speaks volumes. He is a tremendous player. He has great, great potential, and he can take over games and inspire players. He can make your team better. So he's starting for me. And Jimmy Butler, like you said, top 15, um, top 15 player in the league uh, on both sides of the floor. Uh, I just think that Paul George is a little bit more polished um, than Jimmy Butler. Um, take that as you will, but... Yeah, I mean, it was a fine line between uh, benching and starting Jimmy and Paul, but it was a definite drop for Haywood for me, as harsh as that sounds. Um, but yeah, that's that's my DBS. I hope you uh, hope you agree. If you don't, then let me know. Let me know how much of a dickhead I am. I like to, I like self, dep- uh, I like I like deprecating news. Gets me gets me all bothered and hot. Anyway. That took a weird turn. It did. It took a very weird. Turn. <laughs> You're right. a weird man. Is there, is there anything else you want to mention before we wrap things up and say good night to the good people? Just uh, thanks again, guys. Really appreciate all the love you've been given, and keep listening. Tell your friends we're spreading. JBT's gone worldwide. 
we want to hit that 1,000 mark at, uh, over the next few weeks. Um, we really appreciate it again. Definitely. Keep Definitely. listening. Definitely. All right, just as ever, guys, thank you so much for downloading and listening to this episode of Just Ball Things NBA podcast. You can find us on iTunes and SoundCloud um, and any decent pod center that has access to the iTunes library. And remember to rate and review the show because it'll help other people find us and help add to the conversation. Uh, if you want to get in contact with, with the show, you can hit us up on Twitter at JBT Podcast or using the hashtag JBT Pod. You can get in contact with us personally on Twitter at JBT Real NJ is myself and at the J Man JBT is Jack. And I believe those um, links will be on Facebook. And if they're not, we'll put them up there. Um, you, can, we will. Uh, you can reach us on Facebook, as many of you have, facebook.com slash JBT Pod. Uh, also through email at jbtpodcast at gmail.com if you've got any questions, queries, segment ideas, anything you want to talk to us about, holler at us. We love the conversations. Um, so remember, it's you guys that make this show great. It's you guys, the audience. Uh, so we appreciate any and every post heading our way. We'll do our best to respond to you. Uh, so until next week. Keep balling, superstars.